Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for... Wow, it's crazy, man. It's already February the 12th in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is crazy. This is our one of two and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. As you know, we reject revolution unless it's the Jesus revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. The checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. That is one of the great peaceful solutions we still have at our fingertips. We've got to really understand them and utilize them. That is for sure. Welcome to the show. Uh, on Friday, Dr. Scott Bradley and I were together, and we were talking about uh, all kind of things. But the fact that Biden is above the law, so is Clinton, so is Barack. Whether Trump is or not, time will tell. Special counsel, uh, Robert Hers, whatever the name is, basically said, hey, don't worry about Joe. His, you know, classified documents, steal and everything else. It was a, a good, honest man, just kind of confused and incompetent, can't really remember. Uh, no harm, no foul. Yeah, a well-meaning man with a poor memory. Joe Biden literally didn't even remember when his vice presidential term started or ended or anything else. He's just totally confused. Biden told a crowd of donors, for example, on New York in New York on Wednesday that he had re- recently spoken to German Chancellor Helmut Kohl. The guy's been dead for years. He made a similar mistake when he said he met with a French president. Again, another dead person. Okay, he gave a rare, unexpected press conference last week. On Thursday, he blamed his staff for mishandling all the documents. I didn't know your staff signed security clearances to the level that you're responsible, Joe. And, you know, if it's at your house and your uh, whatever you want to call it, university post and all these different things, how do you blame your staff for all that? Um, anyway, bottom line is calls for the 25th Amendment to be used to get rid of Joe. <laughs> Going all over the place on social media, whether that'll have wings, time will tell. George Washington University professor Jonathan Turley said, hey, you know what? This could cause problems for Joe's reelection. On one hand, Joe, um, you know, was said to have no memory, doesn't know what's going on around him. He's incompetent. Therefore, he can't be guilty of the document problem. But yet now Joe wants to say, no, my memory's with me. I can be president. It's either one or the other, Joe. Either you're going to go ahead and get blasted and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law for your document scandal, or you're going to not be president. Which is it? The bottom line is the fallout of this stuff. I don't think we've seen the rest of yet. Will it continue to grow? I don't know. 77% of voters think that Joe's too old to be president. I don't think age is the issue. I think competency is the issue. You can be 25 years old and lose you know, your faculties and be a problem. So let's not play games about age. Let's talk about, you know, your ability to perform and do the job. Bottom line is Joe is not capable of doing so. He needs to go home to his family and take care of his health. And we, the people, need to go ahead and put things in perspective in a meaningful way. Meanwhile, they're promoting Hillary Clinton big time. She says Tucker Carlson was a useful idiot in the uh, interview with Vladimir Putin. I completely disagree with Hillary. She's off a rock. But what are they giving this clown airtime for in the first place? Hillary's all old, and she lost years ago and complained of election fraud back in the day and everything else. She's lost all credibility, right? Anyway, Vladimir Putin confirms to the United States that, hey, Biden's not even running the country. 
When asked about a possible term for uh, second term for President Trump, he said, hey, I can work with Donald. Now they're just using that. That was cannon fodder to say, oh, Donald's in bed with the Russians. You got to elect Joe. Well, at least Donald can talk. Joe can't even hardly get that done, people. We also talked about the um, uh, CBO, that's the um, what, Congressional Budget Office or whatever, said the federal government is expected to have to spend more money servicing the nation's debt than it will spend on defense or Medicare as its defense, or, I mean, as its uh, interest skyrockets. The U.S. federal government is expected to spend $870 million for interest alone and growing at an alarming rate. Yeah, they say Mexico bests China for imports now, so that's a great news piece they claim. I disagree. I just think China is basically taking over Mexico. That's all that's going on. <laughs> we got a threat right on our southern border like you've never seen before, uh, whether it be illegal immigration, aided and abetted by criminal Joe, uh, or you've got you know them buying up all the factories and all the land in Mexico and everything else. Look, we've got a serious problem, folks. You ain't seen nothing yet compared to the havoc it will wreak in years to come. Americans demand border wall. Say Biden pushing the United States into a civil war. Yeah, almost 60% want to finish the border wall that Donald started. And they say a war between the states might happen. It's not at all far-fetched. Many Americans see illegal immigration as the dividing factor. What a scary scenario we live in. But folks, rather than get all scared and worried and everything else, what I recommend is turn to God Almighty and put your trust in Him. Keep His commandments and, hey, He will protect you. That is a wonderful promise God's given us. God is the ultimate covenant keeper, folks. We need to do more of the same if we want his blessings upon us. All right, without further ado, Dr. Scott Bradley's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Well, good morning to all. And uh, another week starts. And as you point out, we're almost halfway through February. I mean, this Crazy. year is flying by. Roger you know, that. By the way, go, going back to the Joe, Joe Biden uh, classified stuff just for a second. Yeah. I I think, I think... You know, there's there's all this thing about, um, oh, he, he pointed out that Joe Biden's cognitive disabilities are excessive. You know, I, I mean, just kind of understating that. And the Bidens are pushing back and everything like that. But I really do believe there was method to that madness. I mean, see, here's this deal. If you say it's a doddering old man that just can't even find his shoelaces every morning, a jury's not going to convict him. So he took away the trial thing by doing this. See, he saved. Yeah, but they should have never let him do that, though. Well, I they agree. should have I said agree in completely. court, they should have said, look, if you're competent enough to be president of the United States, then you've got to take the action for this. If you're not, then you need to, be, you need to resign. In other words, they I, should have blatantly I, forced this issue. They, they should have. But I think it's just like the Ken Starr impeachment thing. That's I right. And, and I've the, always said this. It's always case. enough to make you incensed, never enough to take action, never enough for criminal activity, right? So so they took away the the criminal charge thing by diffusing it by calling him mentally incompetent. And so in a way, this may have been the behind the scenes kind of thing. And then they do the damage control after and say, no, 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 no. I look at me. I'm I'm the you know epitome of brilliance, whatever. But but they took away the criminal stuff with a simple statement about his cognitive, you know, challenges. So uh, there, sometimes we say, you know, wow, 
what happened? It may have been by design, and the Bidens may have actually supported this to prevent further criminal you know, investigation and, and uh, maybe indictments and all those kind of things. They took that off the table, and now they're, they're addressing the issue. No, look, I'm a pretty smart guy anyway. Uh, this kind of stuff sometimes just you don't know. I guess I've got a, a, a kind of a, uh, what shall I say, a chip a on your shoulder? Mind. No, I've got a suspicious <laughs> mind. And so, you know, I, I think about those things. Anyway. Well, that, is I it mean, really a suspicious golly. mind when it's that blatant in your face, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, let me give you this example. Donald Trump said, quote, Biden doesn't even know he's alive. That's Russia today. <laughs> then it goes on. Trump has mocked Joe Biden and his apparent cognitive decline telling supporters that the 82-year-old Democrat doesn't know he's alive. Now, of course, the jury and, and, and this you know, prosecution just said he's too old and you know, we really can't prosecute. But speaking at an NRA event in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Trump condemned the DOJ for prosecuting him over the mishandling of classified documents, but letting uh, Joe Biden go regarding the same offense. Now, what they try to do now, Dr. Bradley, is they're trying to play games on both sides. They're saying, look, the stories are completely different. Number one, Joe totally cooperated and Trump didn't. That's the first distinction. That's a lie. Joe withheld the information and prevented it from coming out till after the election. Uh, Joe didn't cooperate at all. He manipulated things to his advantage. Uh, no different than Donald. Whether, you know, but Donald was president and had the right to these classified documents. Um, and even in the Bill Clinton 2012 court scenarios, they highlighted that the president has the right to these classified documents, can declassify them, can whatever. Uh, whereas the vice president and the senator, Joe Biden, didn't have authority for that at all. So they're literally manipulating all the facts and trying to pretend there's a difference in these two cases. Both of them are guilty, uh, in my opinion, of wrongdoing here. What the penalty should be and the circumstances should be. Go ahead and skip the break will depend on you know exactly what was done in each case which i don't have all the information on the internal workings of this and that but i would say this what you've got is a double standard that has been highlighted here beyond recognition the question is will people get mad enough about this to do something or will joe just skate off into the into the limelight with a with a huge presidential protection and pension and everything else right that's really the question or will he eventually be up on criminal charges i'm predicting they'll do nothing you know, I think Americans allow themselves to be distracted, infinitely distracted by an infinite number of little shiny objects that they pursue out there. And uh, by and large, I think most people couldn't give a hang. And that's a tragic travesty, and, and we're going to pay the price. Uh, sooner or later, the republic will actually devolve to the point we're in danger of losing it. And, and, and you know, Sam, while I fully support everything you say about turning to God. I mean, I'm on that page wholeheartedly, completely, and unequivocally. But there is a segment, a segment of religious, you know, there are Christian people in this nation that, that basically, I mean, I could give you examples, but we don't need to go through all the details of why I know these people and everything like that. But these people basically, you know, they attend church and they say, it's not our problem, baby. Uh, God's going to take us well, up and, and they're part of the problem too and that's why i say you got to turn to god and keep his it. commandments i don't believe that's keeping god's commandments though uh, to just ignore your uh, civic duty if you will 
Well, it's like it's like the you know some of these cases we've had where someone was being assaulted on the street, crying out, screaming for help, and everybody just looks out the window. Not my job, man. And um, and and people end up t- horrific things happen to them, and even death. And uh, and and people are just unwilling to take up their responsibility, you know. And and I find that if you're you're either so apathetic, the shiny objects out there distract you. Or you're so, your religiosity and you know kind of drives you to say, not my problem, man, and and caught in the middle are the people that are trying so desperately to to preserve the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our posterity. This is absolutely, it's it's our fight, it's our time, it's our time Amen. on the battlefield, and we Couldn't just agree can't more. we can't shuffle this off to. Uh, you know, really, I'm pretty busy doing blah, 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 whatever. i got to go grocery shopping this week. Sometime. Not only that, D.C. will take care of Joe. Don't worry about it. That um, attitude has got to yeah. go. That attitude has got to stop. Uh, speaking of that, the Super Bowl was quite interesting for a variety of reasons. Number one, I kind of wonder if it was rigged. Now, there's no evidence that I have for this. I just kind of find that interesting that you got back-to-back Super Bowls by the Chiefs. They barely won in overtime. How neat for Travis and how neat for uh, Taylor Swift and the whole marketing, whatever. Now they'll be able to charge even more for Super Bowl ads. It's kind of crazy. But I look at this, and Travis got out of control and pushed his 65-year-old coach and got out of control. I don't even see any repercussions for that, which I have a problem with. You can't run around and push people in public, especially an older man that's a coach and all this kind of stuff. Body check this guy or whatever. It's out of control. But I don't hear any. They even put him back on the on the field. They should have kicked him out of the game. I don't know what's happening here, but we're setting a precedence that's really bad, doctor. Well, you're informing me of things that I have no knowledge of at this point because of my uh, my interest level was was uh, beyond comprehension, below. <laughs> But, but okay, let's just take that for a second with this idea that everybody's above the law. You know, if you're the superstar ball player. Yeah, not everybody. Be, Most of us are not. Just the rich people and the famous right. and the protected and the deep state and the, that kind of group, right? The Those double standard are, is highlighted beyond imagination in every case we see around us. The favored class, if you will. And, you know, government creates favored classes, you know, that have special standards time. before the law. And but but we create them in these uh, iconic imagery that we have of of people, and and it's kind of like no, okay, stand by. Where is respect for anything of value? If 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 you are kind of a you know got a pass somehow for whatever reason, whether it's your color, your skin, your gender identification, or or somehow economic status or a political status or whatever, you know this equal protection before the law is an Americanist principle. Everybody has equal standing before the law at all times. And when you create special classes, there's other people that have to fulfill that special standing. You know, if you say, oh, you've got to rent to people because of a gender identification, well, the the owner of the building has to, you know, they're the ones that they, they take it out of their hide to have to do it. See, that's that's the way our, our our society is working now, and our legislatures, our court systems, our political processes, our our celebrity status—all those kinds of things have got a skewed view, and it's it's spilling over into society. That that people 
you know, I, you know, you've got a good looking jacket. I want it. Give it to me. You know, get, you know, you put a gun at them, you steal it off their back, you beat them up, whatever you do. Yeah, hey, I like them Any boots. Level. Yeah. yeah. Give me your boots. That's the problem. I, oh, I needed your car worse than you did today. So you carjack. And, and so all of this idea that there are no boundaries because I'm above it all. Well, and, and book, the Book of Mormon over. highlights this. It's a book written for our day. I know many people don't believe in the Book of Mormon as another testament of Christ, a scripture, but read it and find out for yourself. But I bring it up because it's one of the greatest handbooks for freedom ever written. And that highlights when the people are too wicked and turn their back on God, objects and things, all these shiny things you mentioned become slippery and they lose them and they can't keep track of them. And, you know, unless you have a, you know, a gun in your hand or a sword in your hand or whatever to protect all your stuff all the time. Uh, you know, everything is slippery and everything uh, becomes a problem. And we're starting to see more and more and more of that uh, in our society as just a blatant result of the wickedness that we're facing. Absolutely. And, and the thing that's we're we're kind of ignorant of history, kind of. Absolutely. And, and we see that empires do fall. There's a there's a haughtiness that comes in and, and I, maybe. Maybe people don't read anymore, but what comes to mind, this is a strange thought, but individuals can have this same problem, uh, you know, based on whatever you achieved. And I think back, i probably go read it again, Pearl Buck's book, uh, The Good Earth. Uh, it's a, it's th this guy that comes up from just hard labor and he and his wife make a, a life out of things. They acquire things. They become quite well-to-do and the son's, at his deathbed, he's, he's telling him, do not part with the earth. The earth, you can always go back and you can make a living, you know, and, and I'm, of course, paraphrasing everything. And the boys are looking at him like, you know what, if we dump this ground, look at all the opulence we can have. Our wealth will be overwhelming. And, and you know what? So even on an individual case basis, nations don't have to be the only ones that fall, and they do fall. And our nation is in the process, I fear, of setting up the stage that will allow a point of no return, a hinge point. And uh, when it starts collapsing, it'll go a lot faster than we can imagine. But, I mean, and the immigration things, the crime things, the issues of, of uh, self-medication, the idea of distraction with shiny objects, all of these kind of things can take nations down. They can take people down, too. And if we get so distracted with uh, looking for some kind of... Uh, I don't know, uh, pass for us. I, I knew someone very well when I was much younger that his father had spent an entire lifetime building a car dealership. Very, very successful. I worked for him, actually, when I was a kid. I was their lot boy. Anyway, and this other guy that was the son that I knew, he picked it up. His dad, you know, passed it on to him. It was nothing. It took him three years to snort it up his nose. I mean, he was—he uh, became a, an addict, and he gave away an entire lifetime of work in three years with his dad, having sacrificed everything. And, and so uh, stuff happens to individuals, to congregations, to, you know, communities, and to whole nations. And, and we got to do a recalibration of, of uh, recognizing our individual duty to stand up to this. Yeah, you can choose your actions individually, as a family, as a nation, but you cannot choose the consequences is the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen. So I got the question, have you read the book The Good Earth by Pearl S. Buck? It's a great book. Well, you know, there's a lot of thought-provoking books that are out there. And, you know, you, you say, well, I don't have to agree with everything that's in a book, but if it makes you, if it makes you pause, 
I mean, you know, you could say the decline and fall of the Roman Empire, fine, but that's a heavier read than Pearl Buck's book, you know. Uh, so, you know, find times to give thought to the things of more weightier matters, you know, and, and, and sometimes, again, maybe this is the grandpa coming out in me. You say, you know, you guys, there's this, I remember something, and it's like roll your eyes, you know, I got a lot of memories and everything like that, but the fact of the matter is, some of those memories can maybe help you step uh, step away and around the traps, you know, not step in the traps. One thing I always say is that uh, Lucifer, Satan, he is absolutely diabolically, huh, sadly enough, he knows how to get every generation to fall for the same traps the last one did. And I, I fear that we're accelerating towards that. And, and so, yeah, God is in control. God can straighten things out. We must have trust and faith in him. But let's not just toss it overboard and say, ah, God will figure it out someday. We got to think, too. We got our God-given intelligence to work with. Sometimes. I don't well, know. and we got to really understand what does God expect out of us? You know, when you really kind of think about it, he, he expects us to keep his commandments. And it starts out with love him the most. Love the Lord thy God. Then love thy neighbor as thyself, you know, and you got to debate what your neighbor is. Is it just the guy that lives, you know, across the street at your at your house or is your neighbor anybody you come across? Right. Uh, and so we've really got to kind of understand what our own personal responsibilities are. But the Super Bowl, I found fascinating. Uh, this Travis Kelsey guy or whatever literally abused his coach. He should be prosecuted for it. You can't do that kind of stuff. Uh, and he's mad because he was taken out of a play that he felt like he should have been in and everything else. Um, but the Super Bowl was interesting on a variety of fronts uh, as well, in my opinion. Number one, Joe Biden, um, you know, I, I guess the president always has an opportunity around the Super Bowl to do this big interview. Uh, and why they allow that, I don't know. To me, that's home cooking for the, the whoever's in power anyway, giving them more and more prestige and, you know, giving them, you know, the Super Bowl's got, what, over 100 million people that watch it. Uh, it's debatable, the numbers, but all I'm telling you is that uh, it's it's been really a, an insider trading plan to let the president get promoted. Well, so Joe was not up to the task this time, and so he turned down the interview. Said, "No, we're not doing it." People are wondering to this day if that was smart or not. I think it was smart because Joe cannot withstand a real interview. He cannot handle the cognitive discussion that it will take. So I think it was smart for him to turn it down. But I think it really says something too. But here's the problem: not only did he turn down that interview, but now he's putting out these little teeny videos that are scripted ahead of time that lets him literally manipulate the narrative even further. So he's not competent to have an interview like everybody else, but he is competent to put out these videos they claim. And when we get back from the break, I'm going to play this video, but he talks about shrinkflation. And <laughs> what I find interesting about dishonest Joe here is Joe Biden, um, I'm saying he finally admits to shrinkflation. He's basically kind of said, look, the economy's doing great. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Look, Bidenomics is incredible. This is, and now he literally at the Super Bowl can't do an interview, but he does put out this little teeny video that highlights shrinkflation. And he's kind of like, hey, you know, all the snacks that you get. And I love snacks for the Super Bowl and you should have snacks too. But man, we're getting ripped off, he says. All these companies are ripping us off and it's, now, that's a way to just put Joe in a positive light. It's not Bidenomics that's the problem. It's all these companies ripping you off. The truth is these companies are just trying to stay alive and trying to stay afloat. They've either got to charge more money 
or decrease the size of the snack bag or whatever you want to say. Uh, they've chosen to not raise costs but to decrease the size. Now, that does raise costs. Don't get me wrong, but it's a little bit of, of trickery. My problem with this is Joe's not even owning the reality of this. He admits that it's the case after literally months of lying about it. We'll play this in a second. Um, but then he puts the blame on somebody else, just like he does with every single thing he works on. All right, hang tight. Dr. Scott Bradley, Sam Bushman, freedomsrisingsun.com, on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Tim Berg. The Senate voted on Sunday 67 to 27 to advance a $95 billion aid package to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. The bill does not include money for border security which is why some senators, like Utah Senator Mike Lee, are no fan of the legislation. Most Democrats want more Ukraine funding. A, a few Republicans do also, but uh, most Democrats do. Republicans really want a secure border. The idea was that, in theory, we might be able to cobble together enough votes to force border security on an otherwise unwilling administration that, for reasons that we find baffling, uh, doesn't want to secure the border. Special Counsel Robert Hur concluded last week that no charges should be filed against President Biden for his handling of classified documents. Some Republicans, like Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton, have called out Hur for a double standard, saying former President Donald Trump should not face charges either for his classified documents investigation. Washington Democratic Representative Adam Smith joins Fox News Sunday and says there is a clear difference between the two. President Biden cooperated with the Justice Department from the moment it was discovered. President Trump fought them every step of the way and has said, look, it's declassified if I say it's declassified. These are my documents. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers 25-22 to win Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas Sunday. Speaking about the win at the trophy ceremony, Kansas City head coach Andy Reid talks about what the win means for his legacy. Man, I don't know, but I'm going to celebrate it with these people right here, man. Hey, on three, one, two, three, how about those Chiefs? Kansas City now once again prepping for a victory parade set to take place Wednesday. This is USA News. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent. It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. 
As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. My name is Christian Knuckles. I prophesy there will be no revival until the church leadership stops lying to the people. I'm the first soldier of the spiritual body of Christ, the Lion of Judah, the Confederate Church of Christ. I'm here to declare the lion will lie down with the lamb when the lying stops. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries and brought to you by confederatechurchofchrist.com. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married and have some kids. All right, dishonest Joe Biden finally admits to shrinkflation. He lied about it and said, you know what, we're just rocking with Biden Bidenomics and everything is good. Uh, literally, he chooses the Super Bowl to promote this propaganda. He's half-truthing this thing. Here it is, and then I'll explain. The Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. It's a ripoff. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. Let's make sure businesses do the right thing now. So Joe literally backing the Federal Reserve, creating inflation by printing money everywhere out of control, lies about it, says it's Bidenomics and it's no problem and everything is good. Look at the economy. Now he can't do an interview for the Super Bowl, but he uses this propaganda piece to promote his agenda before the elections, which is, you know what? Your companies are ripping you off and I'm trying to defend you from, from the companies that are stealing from you. No, Joe, you're lying. The companies are trapped by this inflation bubble created by fake dishonest money all right and now they have two choices they can either one raise costs 
or two shrink sizes. They don't have any other choices, really. Uh, and therefore, they are ter- choosing to shrink sizes because, you know, you could say it's it's less noticeable. They're not trying to really, as far as I can tell, hoodwink people. They're just simply saying we have no choice. Do you want costs to go up or the thing to shrink? Naturally, the thing to shrink raises less alarms. People don't freak out as much as if you just made, you know, what are you going to do if a, if a gallon of milk costs 30 bucks? People are just not going to buy one. Uh, so smaller sizes, people don't like it, but they're going, at least I can still have milk or whatever the case may be. Um, Joe is using this as nothing more than a propaganda piece, blaming his policies on companies at the Super Bowl. How much did that promotion cost Joe? Nothing. In my opinion, that's election fraud, because now you're giving one candidate plenty of advantage over the others on this dishonest fake news message. It's not the companies that are ripping everybody off. It's Joe. Doctor? Well, there's so many elements that could be discussed about this. Uh, Joe, obviously, I, my opinion, exhibits his lack of cogence uh, in this thing. that I don't know how many takes it took to get this thing to kind of glue together. But uh, but this idea of blaming it on those that are, you know, the ones that are affected by it, that's like blaming war on the private, you know. I mean, this guy that's out there in the trenches throwing hand grenades and getting shot at and everything. And and really and truly, you point out, you know, this inflation nonsense has uh, has gotten to the point where they are having to shrink the size. I, I Oftentimes, you think, oh, it's those those pesky workers that are so greedy that have got to they they're they're want more money all the time or the businesses those those guys are just you know you know moguls that are out there making hand over fist and we're blaming on them the fact of the matter is that the uh, quantity of money that's out there has been growing dramatically it's pursuing uh, maybe even a shrinking marketplace out there and and so the the there are more people that are that are willing to pay more or have to pay more. And, and and it's just, it's a complete facade trying to deflect it away. It's like the magician that kind of does a flourish with his right hand. So you're looking at his hand. Well, out of the left hand, he's, he's uh, pulling something out of his pocket that he's going to show, oh, it just magically appeared. These guys are the masters at deception and masters of uh, misdirection. And for him to say one of the things that bothers him most is the shrinking sizes of ice cream cones. Now, there, there's a whole thesis in that statement right there, for crying out loud, people. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, the on. cartons I mean, are smaller, and even Joe knows this. If a derelict like Joe can notice it, it's serious, doctor. But the thing is, he's more interested that his ice cream cone is than, he, than he's uh, trying to communicate. He cannot face anybody in a debate, a discussion, a, a, a straight-up, interaction like we talked about last week about how putin hasn't spoken to joe biden for decades at all not really literally but it's been years i mean literally we have heads of state that do not communicate because he's not cogent enough to do so this has got to be concerning he's worried more about licking his ice cream cone before it drips down his hand i mean it's unbelievable that these kind of things we, yeah, never mind the interest here. rate and the the corporate, um, you know, commercial mortgages are all melting down and banks are in trouble. Never mind all the 
uh, different things that are if people are struggling with student loans, student, all the different. And Joe's like, hey, man, ice cream. I, I'm telling you, I was getting ready for the Super Bowl. And my wife brought me or somebody brought me back an ice cream carton and the dang thing's smaller. I mean, of all the things he could highlight, it's your snacks. It's your ice cream that's the problem, by golly. Your, you know, blood and sweat and <laughs> entertainment is more important than anything else almost. It's just an insane disconnected, uh, really. I mean, the poor guy uh, is intellectually derelict in his duty, to say the least. All right, another guy's in kind of some trouble over the Super Bowl, too, besides Travis and Joe and all those guys. Uh, I guess RFKJR getting a little bit of the beating as well. Turns out RFKJR is apologizing to his family now after, quote, Super PAC Super Bowl commercial. Uh, and I guess they say that they did this commercial without his permission or knowledge is what RFKJR is saying. There's well, a problem the with that. Well, that's there's the a problem law. with that a discussion. Super PAC can't. Yeah. Well, they just did. What do you mean they can't? They just did. No, no, no. They can't collude. His campaign and the Super PAC cannot collude and put Well, so here's the problem. Ad. He now yeah. pinned this ad to the top of his page. Well, there we go. So is that collusion or what? So you say, I, well, I'm I, not responsible for it. I didn't do it. I'm apologizing for my family. Now, the family's mad because they say this guy is just reckless with medical stuff. You know, he's for the um, truth on COVID. He rejects vaccines. He this, he that. And so they're saying he's just so problematic that his medical views are unacceptable. And therefore, how dare you associate members of the family with this um, agenda you have in the Super Bowl ad. And so that's why he's apologizing for his family. Uh, but he's saying he wasn't responsible for the ad, but yet he pinned it at the top of his page. I'm not so sure that he hasn't stepped in it on this one. This is going to be a serious problem for RFKJR. Oh, I don't know. Let me let me just say this. I mean, first, people need to understand these super PACs are really another organization that's above the law. I mean, well, uh, they're basically yeah. election fraud. Is what they are. Right. So the candidate, the candidate's campaign cannot collude, in other words, cooperate with. The, uh, the super PACs that are out there and and spin things in their web to, to get the campaign going. Super PACs go out and they, they buy these ads like this. The super PAC put one together. I understand I didn't see it because I was not watching the the uh, thing, but but they, from what I've heard, they, they drew, drew. By the way, what were you doing on, during the Super Bowl? I was with my family. <laughs> so was I. You know what I was doing? What? Rewatching The Chosen. Oh. You mean from a previous season? Because I don't yeah. think you can get season four yet on TV, can you? No, but I saw the first three episodes of season four and on the February 15th in, a, in right. a day or so. The next one, next three are coming out. I'm going to go see that, too. But I'm re-watching the seasons with my kids because now they're finally interested in it. Well, I think that's an, a laudable task. Yeah. But getting back to the Super Packs, these guys... They go out and make... that. They, they drew heavily, from what I understand, on some... 1960s campaign material that was filmed back when Jack Kennedy was running and stuff and some family other family images and so on and I I don't know as Bobby Kennedy did uh, the right spin on it why he said he's apologized to his family because honestly I think there could have been any number of approaches that could have been used no apologies just say hey I didn't put it together but you know what they did a pretty good job I may look at it again myself. I mean, you know, any number of things could have happened. But, but see, there are people that believe he broke the law by colluding with the PAC. 
and you you know you do have to distance yourself from those packs go out and do what they're going to do but i'm not sure that his approach to it was was the best one but but honestly i'm i'm going to have now i'm going to go out and find the ad i'm going to go see what it looked like and say huh that's interesting and whether or not it helps him or not i don't know but um I, I don't know as he should have taken the ploy of apologizing to his family. He didn't, you know, what? if Well, I didn't apologizing feelings, is a problem. The other problem, in my opinion, is this idea that you're going to pin it to the top of your page. Okay, well, don't yeah, do that. I'm going to go look for it. I'm going to go say, what did it say that, that caused a such a stir? He might get some real mileage out of it. I don't know. It's like uh, the Rama Mel process of uh, making sure. All right, go ahead and skip the break. You know, Rama Mel always says never let a, a catastrophe or disaster or emergency or whatever pass take advantage of it. And, and this may be a case of Bobby Kennedy taking advantage of somebody else doing it. But if he didn't do it, he's not in trouble with the law. I mean, he if he didn't collude, he did not break the law. That's and right. And that's something that we can't family. know until it, it goes to court and figures it all out. But the apology and posting that to the top of his page is adding tremendous fuel to the fire. I'm going to go look for it. I mean, that's what it's done to me. I'm going to have to say, man, what did I miss? <laughs> yeah, amen. We and should I check that out. Well. Hopefully, you can, hopefully you can get a copy and we'll play it on the air and talk about it more in detail. We'll keep an eye on that ball. Again, the deep state can make anybody anywhere misstep all the time because they frame the argument and the narrative and you just don't get a chance to put out the truth. Now, I can understand apologizing to the family saying, hey, I didn't mean to you know, besmirch these other people and put my politics to their agenda. And I, mean, I understand that a little bit. Problem when you when you apologize and it goes public, then it, even though it's not an omission of guilt, it it's spun that way. And then when you put that on the top of your page, now you got to ask a question: Is that collusion? Then the question becomes: He says he didn't know anything about it ahead of time. Did he or did he not? Uh, we don't know those things, and so only time will tell. All right, they had the black national anthem sung at the Super Bowl, Doctor, along with uh, you know the normal. Star Spangled Banner and all that kind of stuff. They had a great, they say, halftime show. I don't know. I didn't watch any of it. But look, there's no such thing as a, quote, black national anthem, doctor. We're all Americans, united by our great and beautiful Star Spangled Banner, ladies and gentlemen. The Super Bowl is supposed to be uh, an idea that brings us all together, right? It's a disgrace that the NFL decided to go ahead and push this um, politics of racial division again. That's what Representative Mike Lojcik had to say about it, uh, and, and I feel the same as Mike. Why are they doing this? What if we had a white national anthem? That would be completely racist, they would say. But we can have a black one. Why don't we just have the Star-Spangled Banner and realize we're all Americans and, and rally around that? But they took the Super Bowl to, to extreme racial divide levels now as well, Dr. Well, this is done by racists in order to in increase the amount of racism that's out there. I mean, think about this for a minute. Um, let's see. Oh, are we going to do a Tongan one next time? No, there's not enough Tongans in the country. How about Mexicans? Oh, yeah, we got enough Mexicans. Are, are we going to start doing different nationalities kinds of things as a national celebration? The idea is one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. I've heard those words before. And and this kind of stuff, again, we talk about it oftentimes on your show about how this idea of balkanizing, splitting, fracturing, dividing a nation, 
until it's it's basically a mass of confusion. I mean, the Black Lives Matter, sure they do, but so do whites and Mexicans and and you know people from Asia, wherever. I mean, everybody's. And life when we say matters. all lives matter, they say we're racist. Yeah, it's because you didn't uh, <laughs> play their play their ploy. Okay, and, and so. One but I think all God, life matters. That certainly does. And uh, and so, but some people think that you know maybe a, a darter snail matters more than a farmer's livelihood. I don't know. There's there's all sorts of things. They'll find ways to fractionalize us to the point that society begins to unravel. I mean, you look at the George Floyd riots, this criminal that ended up dying not because of the officer's knee on his neck, as they said, but because of his, you know, lifestyle, his uh, abuse of his body, all that kind of stuff. But some guy's in jail because of it now. But so they, they beat the snot out of our country every chance they get. I don't know why this divisive approach is is so important to an NFL. I guess that's one of the reasons I just I just don't watch them at all. It wasn't just the Super Bowl thing. I I've lost interest. I mean the price Yeah, of and I don't watch it either. I just kept track of the score and know who won and then studied enough about it to talk intelligent about what occurred at the Super Bowl and kind of what the the hot points were cuz I feel like I have got a news responsibility to kind of update people on the truth. For example, Joe Biden's snack fiasco. Uh, what a yeah. disgrace that is, folks. You need to know about that. Travis pushing his coach, no accountability for that is a serious problem. Okay, the guy's 65 years old. He doesn't need some thug big football player that's 30 in his 30s in his prime shoving him around. That's insanity because he uh, wasn't given the play that he wanted. Well, who's in charge? Who's the coach? What are you thinking? Okay, but th- that, that's what we're talking about. And then this idea about RFK, JR, and all these things surrounding it, uh, in my opinion, matters a whole lot more than the actual Super Bowl uh, itself. Everybody right. attaches their shiny objects to the thing that draws attention to it. That's right. And and you go study the Super Bowl, and it's it's a sex fest. I mean, Vegas was was on fire with drugs and sex trafficking and everything else all around it. The, whenever we have these big entertainment events, nothing but carnage is in the wake. That's something that cannot be overlooked as well. Joe's talking about snacks, and he should be talking about sex and drug and human trafficking uh, at these events is what he should be talking about. I digress. There's an interesting story in the news that I want to cover, too. There's a couple more before the end of the hour. <clears throat> Headline says this. Cough, sore throat. Schools now suggest that if your kids are mildly sick, have them attend anyway. KSL News. And I find that interesting now. you got government school folks telling their kids, hey, we lose money every day that your kid's not in school, so even if your kid's kind of sick, have them come anyway. And I'm thinking, what kind of a message is that when literally two years ago they were saying, don't you dare bring your kid. It'll be criminal if you know you have COVID and you do whatever. And and now they don't care if it's COVID or not. They're blatantly saying, even if you're sick, roll to school anyway, because they know money is in every kid attending. Uh, Doctor KSL, the biggest news outlet in the state of Utah, literally promoting this, in my opinion, agenda. Shame on them. I say when you're sick, stay home. Don't get other people sick, COVID or not. They've lost their minds on all sides of this thing, and money well, seems to drive it all. The uh, news media, the news media is owned by the establishment. That's just a fact. And I don't know if you saw years ago, Assange made a statement that I think applies every bit today as much as then and forever maybe. Every single war that happens only happens because the news media gets on board. 
the people are lied to through their teeth, whether it's a, oh, these weapons of mass destruction, or these these turkeys in in uh, in Turkey, no, in in Afghanistan that are approaching little girls, whatever. The news media takes a run at something to prepare us to be able to encourage us to do. The news media is complicit in everything, and it never was more apparent than it was with this COVID Bravo Sierra that went on four years ago. No, no message was delivered except for the script. And that's what's happening right now with KSL. It's happening about the stuff that's going, I mean, Sunday, Sunday, the Senate passed that bazillion dollar bill on on stuff, go, um, military stuff going off to, you know, to uh, Israel and, and here's to the problem with it. It's a spending bill. It should have originated in the House, but the House hasn't even seen it yet. But it's not the only thing, Sam. Everything's wrong with it. There is nothing good about this thing. Americans should be up in arms about this. And the Senate passed it by two-thirds margin. It's absolutely absurd. And and so we, we get the drumbeat of, we got to protect Israel. we got to protect Ukraine. We got Wait a minute. There is not a national interest there. There is not... I mean, you may be interested personally, one way or the other, but there is not an authorization to pick every American's pocket. We don't have the money, number one, but number two, print it up. Number three, it raises the prices of everything, so it diminishes our purchasing power. Every single stinking thing about this smells. It does not pass the smell test. And they passed it with a two-thirds margin, Sam. I, I just, Insane. It, it appalls me. And, and a bunch of Republicans were on board as well. So it's the deep state. You can you realize now at least the Senate, two-thirds is at least deep state, to say the least. All right, final story before the end of the hour. Trump says build the wall, deport them all. What do you say to that, say Dr. Again? Bradley? Say, say that again. Trump says build the wall, deport them all. Oh, well, yeah. Why not? I mean, they, they're here illegally. And by the way, Eisenhower did this back in the 50s. He didn't build a wall. But he says, okay, all you guys get on the bus and go home, or we're going to round you up and take you home. And and everybody got on the bus and went home. I mean, it's it's like an astonishing thing where you put the, the stake in the ground and say, okay, you broke the law. You're going to be arrested. We are going to. When you're arrested, we will then send you home. And you will never, never, you will be crossed off the list of ever being able to come in legally. You know, you make that kind of statement. You you go home, you can apply. But if you come, if we have to send you out, you're off the list. Never. You know, you're never going to be legally allowed into the United States. I mean, some kind, grow a backbone. Let's figure this out. We got... Tens and tens of yeah, millions. Yeah, well, Donald had the chance to build the wall and deport them all when he was president. Yeah. He didn't do it. That's correct. I mean, he's all talk. I mean, it's ch- talk is cheap. Let's so start I appreciate his point. Action, I don't disagree with his point. Now, I do feel a little bit different about, you know, kids that come here, you know, and not knowing, and that's all they really know because they grew up here. And uh, there's some nuances. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have got to get a handle on this and nothing but a hard line uh, in my opinion, can set this thing straight. Otherwise, we'll just absolutely be destroyed as a country. We'll be balkanized and completely destroyed. Part of it will be owned by China. Part of it will be owned by the Mexicans. Part of it will be owned by all these different factions that have an agenda in America and that we owe money to. Eventually, we'll, 
will demand uh, payment or, you know, something in kind, land or whatever the case may be. We have got to get a handle on this. The destruction of America is literally in your face right now. And so I agree with Donald. We need to do something about it. I just wish Donald would be more true to his word, lock up Hillary and, uh, you know, build the wall and, and deport them all. And, you know, I think that that's something that we really need to focus on. And, you know, there can be a way we can we can work on a way for certain situations that aren't identical. Uh, but at the same time, you know, hey, how do you not destroy families if they're really families? Right. We've got a lot to work through on this thing. But it starts, in my opinion, with, hey, we're going to demand you obey the law first. And once we get that done, then we're going to work on the rest. Uh, there's solutions on this, doctors, the point. No question. And the, the, uh, the fact of the matter is the president can't go lock Hillary up. He can't without having I agree, 100%. a justification. Indictments have to be done. Grand juries without have due to process happen. of law. Due right. process has to happen. I mean, all of this stuff, sometimes we have these simplistic kind of slogans that come out. But we have an American way of doing this. We do not do this outside the law. But the law is clear. We have immigration laws, just like God does. God has laws to get into his kingdom. He recognizes boundaries. He sets and establishes a rule of law when he does things. Law rules the universe. In fact, if you go back and read Blackstone, and almost nobody will listen to this, but Blackstone talks about the rule of law that God operates under. He's bound by law. And, and that is something that, that we need to come to understand again. The Congress did their duty. They wrote an immigration law. The president has a duty to carry it out. He has not. Mayorkas is not. Kamala is not. Biden is not. All of these are impeachable offenses for violating their sworn duty to uphold the law that has been created constitutionally and the Constitution itself. It's it's pretty simple. We start calling people to task, and we don't give anybody anybody a pass. Imagine the law applying to everyone equally, good or bad, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't that what America once stood for? Isn't that what we need to bring back in the greatest country on the face of the earth? It starts with turning to God, family, and country. It starts with protecting life, liberty, and property. And we need to realize that all the big genius of America was turning to God, not government. The big genius of America was to realize that there is no stratus, stratus, stratus of classes. We're all God's children. Let's start to act like it, shall we? Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com, his website. Check out his collegiate series to preserve the nation and his weekly webinars. Q&As on the Constitution and more. That's freedomsrisingsun.com. LovingLiberty.net, LibertyRoundtable.com. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Yeah.